Well, hello there. You're listening to the Farmyard Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Farmyard and Farmyard's Mighty Network. And this, my friends, is episode 2025. Now, you know, All of my episodes, every single one of them, bar none, are very near and dear to my heart. But as we're entering this time of global transition and global pause, you know, it's bringing a lot of things from my past, bringing it forwards. And so everyone knows that I want people to farm their yard so that we can grow the soil, to grow healthy food, to grow healthy people. But now, okay, we have the food. Did I neglect to tell you that cooking was a part of the process? Yes, my friend, cooking. Cooking's a part of the process of growing healthy people. Now, I understand that that we've lived in a time and a decade since the mid-50s of TV dinners and processed food and to go and, you know, quick and easy. And now we're going back to the old ways. Why? Because it connected us to our food source. So we knew what we were feeding ourselves and our families. So this episode is about different ways in order to cook food. I'm very connected to a group in Uganda. I've been mentoring them for about a decade now. And their biggest problem is, is that they do not have the fuel to cook the food. So we're introducing biodigesters to that particular group, you know? Now here, I've just moved to the Sunshine State, right? I moved here in February of this year, and let me tell you, it is named correctly. Now, what was one of the first things that I thought about when I landed, when I started to feel the strength and the power of that glorious sun? I said, oh my goodness gracious, I have to build me a solar dehydrator. Now, why did I say that? I said that because when I lived in Beaufort, South Carolina, I would go to those you-pick strawberry fields and pick 10 pounds of strawberries a day. And then I would put it in a 210-degree oven with a little bit of salt after I cut them in half, put them in there for about three hours, and I made myself a quart out of 10 pounds, one quart of strawberry gummies. No sugar added, no sugar necessary. And I would sit there and really, there's an Italian slang word called gavon, meaning shoving food in your mouth. I would just sit there and hoover, hoover it, hoover it. So now I'm in the sunshine state and let's, let's get the sun, let's get the sun rolling. So one thing I want to show you before I bring on my guest, I want to share my screen and I will give you this information in the show notes as well. And you could follow me uh, doing it. Here we go. Let's share this. This is the bad boy that this woman right here, this biodynamic spin farming podcasting grandmother is going to build. 
right there. It's the best ever solar food dehydrator plants, and it's from Mother Earth News. The food goes in over here. This is for ventilation. And let me tell you, after I build one of them, depending on the volume of sun-dried tomatoes I want to put in this, this machine that takes no energy other than the energy of the sun, which really, if you think about it, that's really an awful lot of energy right, there, right then and there. So, so there are many different ways to cook food. And our friend today is an expert in solar cooking. Amongst many other things, we're doing a series with her. Her name is Kathy Puffer, and I had her on a few weeks ago uh, explaining biodigestion. And she's a homesteader. She brings me back to my mid-30s every time I read something about her. I have to laugh a little bit because we could talk on the phone for hours, and, and she doesn't have to ask any questions, and neither do I. So let's call Kathy into the meeting. Hey, Kathy. Hey, Linda. Thank you so much for having me at Farmer Yard again. Oh, it's so much fun to have you, my dear. Now, I've got to fix this. Let's see. I want to, I want to go ahead. You talk, Kathy, and then I'm going to pin the screen so it's just you. Actually, you know what I could do? I'm going to just stop my video. There you go, honey. Right. Right. Tell well, us about, now listen, I've got a whole list of questions because uh, because I made an awful lot of uh, uh, componata yesterday, I was really longing for a solar cooker. And mm. last time we spoke, last time we spoke, you told me that, you know, you cook with a solar cooker. And, you know, after after I got all, off that, that call, I actually Googled solar cooking and I'm looking at, I'm looking at uh, Amazon. So that's why I wanted you to do this right away because really it's all about me anyway. So my very first question to you is what was your very first experience using a solar cooker? Well, my first experience solar cooking was actually during my childhood in the 70s, child growing up in South Florida. And that was my mom's Chevy in the summer, getting into the car to go somewhere. The car would open and we had vinyl seats and you would feel that heat hit you in the face. And then you would sit your little bottom on the seat in your shorts and you would jump right up because the seats were so hot. They would burn the backs of my little legs. And I remember this memory because it was literally seared into my brain. <laughs> uh, you know, this is childhood in South Florida. And really, when you think about it, a solar cooker is just like how the car in Florida gets so hot that it has the windows, which creates the greenhouse effect. And I assure a lot of people have the experience of like touching the black steering wheel and that is like too hot to the touch. And that is the absorption. So a solar cooker is basically the same thing as you're making that mistake of uh, pointing your car window towards the sun when you're parking your car on a very sunny 
summer day and you open the car and you feel all that heat. That is that greenhouse effect. And that is exactly how a solar cooker works. However, what's different about a solar cooker is that it has reflectors um, around the glass you know, of the solar cooker so that it reflects and maximizes the heat going in. And Linda, you had mentioned the um, covering that you put over your car window to keep the heat out with solar cooker. We want to invite that sunshine in to heat up our solar cookers instead of trying to keep it out. So yes, I started with solar cooking at a very, very young age. <laughs> Six years old. Oh, yes. Yes. That's when you're sitting in that back seat. It was hot and you'd literally, the backs of your little legs were red if you sat down when it was too hot. So you've been solar cooking for quite some time. And yes. you know, the last time we spoke, it said to me that um, it was Father's Day, actually, and you were just taking off the fish and the cake that you made in the solar cooker. And then you sent me pictures of both. And then I went right to Amazon and right to YouTube. And I got to tell you, the wide array of, of do-it-yourself solar cookers were really very innovative. But, innovative. but you know, let me ask you this question. Now, you've been doing it for so long. Why do you love it so much? What is it? Because you live in the Northeast, you live in the Hudson Valley. Okay, I am here in, in the Sunshine State where, you know, you got to hide from the sun. So there's an awful lot of it here. But why do you love solar cooking so much? Oh, my goodness. It's all about the food and how good the food tastes. It's very different than cooking with a convection oven because that oven with the electricity, it dries out the food. And with the solar cooker, it has a plastic window, which we'll be showing in the pictures, that seals in all of that moisture. And it's safe and it's error-free. I am working online right now, like a lot of people um, during this time, and my girls love to bake. And so I can allow my girls to bake a cake with the solar cooker and I never need to worry about them um, burning the house down or um, burning themselves because the solar cooker is so safe. They just need to remember to like have the um, hot pads when they take out the pot. But other than that, um, it is so easy also. Like today, I have my solar cooking cooker outside and I have my chicken with broccoli and some cream and mushroom soup, and it is slowly cooking away what's going to be our lunch. So easy, good taste, and safety. That's why I love solar cooking. Now, the, the unit that you have um, today is a lot different than the Chevy. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot different than the Chevy, right? So my question is, when did you, or did you build this unit? And you're going you're gonna to include some photographs of this and any links, you know, and we'll put everything in the show notes. But when did you get the cooker that you have today? 
The cooker I have today, I only acquired recently, like within the last two to three years. My friend Rose Bazil had introduced me to solar cooking while I was working with her in Haiti. And she is a member of Solar Cookers International, SCI. She showed me how easy it was to use the solar cooker while we were working at the University of Notre Dame in Haiti. And she's the one who really got me started and inspired and brought back all of these memories living in Florida, making that connection of how powerful the sun is and how all energy comes from the sun. And she also taught me that it is a wonderful way to conserve our biogas resource because we could be baking a cake and we could be starting a small business like baking cakes uh, in the solar cooker and then conserving our gas for the evening. That is exactly what she does with these small groups of young women that she works with in Haiti. They have like a girls group where they'll have 25 girls meet as a club and they'll be baking cakes through their community. And I gotta tell you, Linda, everybody loves cake. It's the best way to get people to come over and visit and talk because who doesn't love cake? <laughs> well, you know, I, I, um, I, what's so funny is that you posted, you, you, you posted something on Facebook. You posted a video on Facebook. I believe it was just today. And this was of um, this particular individual that I believe you're referring to right. uh, in, yes. in Haiti. And I, I watched the video and then I took a look at, um, I took a look at the names that you had, right? And I saw the name Maria Blonde. I said, wait a minute, Maria Blonde? I know Maria Blonde, hearts from Haiti. I said, I podcasted with her. So I went back in the, into Farmyard's list of podcasts and she was my fifth podcast, episode five, 80 podcasts ago. And I find it so interesting that here we are today, and I never made the connection between Hearts of Haiti and your project in Haiti. Hold on a second. Let me unmute you. I'm, I think you're muted, Kathy. Oh, there you are. Are you there? Yeah, yeah. So um, we actually had worked with them to build two biodigesters at the school in Harton, Haiti, in Port-au-Prince. And so they have a one cubic meter system and also a four cubic meter system. And that was like a big group effort with the Harton, Haiti team. And, you know, it's a wonderful site. And I know Rose is looking forward to um, making some connections to help them get started with solar cooking as well. Well, I, f I find it really amazing that um, here you go to Haiti to teach them about biodigesting, right? Mm -hmm. And what did you come home with? You came home with such a knowledge of solar cooking. Yes. That's that's amazing. <laughs> well, that that to me that's sacred commerce. Anything with a balance, right? So here we go. It, 
eternal question. How do we get started, honey? How does someone like me, who I'm going to put my video on. Let me put my video on. How does someone like me, who made um, eight quarts and four pints of eggplant campanata yesterday, how does someone like me get started cooking this with this abundant sunshine here? A great first stop for your um, solar cooking shopping and um, gaining of knowledge is checking out the webpage for Solar Cookers International. And what's great about Solar Cookers International, SEI, is that you can look at their wiki. They have a wiki with many different kinds of designs for solar cookers that you can make yourself. Because really all a solar, solar cooker is, is a box in a box with a plastic cover and reflectors. And a lot of these solar cookers can be made by taking a box, painting the, another box inside of it black and painting the outside box black, uh, get some plastic to cover the top and just have some reflectors that you can make out of cardboard that you could cover with aluminum foil. It is really that easy. And there's a lot of different commercial pro um, products out there too. Like I have the Solivore Sport. I love that one because it is super durable. And I also love the Haynes solar cooker and that's made by Roger Haynes. And that one is really cool because it is not a hard solid box. It is reflectors that you could literally like roll up and put into a yoga mat bag and just, you know, go take it picnicking with you. So um, Solar Cookers International, great way to start. And, you know, people can certainly reach out to me on hvbf.net and I am happy to help people get started too. Well, that's just great. I, I tell you, and you'll send me all these links and we'll have them all in the show notes so yes. that we can all start solar cooking, solar cooking together. So, you know, Kathy and I have made a, a kind of pact here, you know. She is going to coach me on how to make a biodigester out of aircrete with my little dragon. And I am going to teach her how to grow in the method of spin farming, small plot intensive. So we have many, 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 many podcasts to come about homesteading. Because what are we doing? We're steading at home, whether we like it or not. <laughs> this is true. We, we might as well stead and be happy. Thank you so much, Kathy, for coming on the podcast again. Thank you, Linda. My pleasure. And I'll I'll uh I'll talk to you in a little bit. Well, thank you everyone for listening to the Farming Yard podcast. If you're enjoying this information, this content, right? I'd like you to go over to Farming Yard's Mighty Network. And I will put the uh, the address in the show notes. Look at me pointing down. 
please. I come from an era that I know what carbon paper is, for God's sake. But within this mighty network, I have so much information jam-packed in there. But more than that is you'll have my attention for any questions you encounter along the way. So that's all for now, brown cow. I'll catch you on the flip side. And until then, grow healthy people.